0: Welcome back everybody this is bob gilligan of the catholic conference of illinois and thanks for uh, listening to our program this morning listening and viewing we're doing both here today it's so very exciting um, uh, on the line with us now we have our uh, last and final guest we saved the best for last uh, sue barrett is the executive director of aid for women and she is on the line with us sue are you there
1: Yes, good morning, Bob. How are you? Good
0: morning. That was not meant to disparage Scott or Mary Louise, but well, they can fight. You guys can fight it out who's the best and who's, who's not. Um, Sue, thanks for joining us. And let's talk a little bit about uh, the upcoming walkathon. Aid for Women um, has a big event coming up. And uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's going on and, and how people can uh, participate? Great. Well, thanks. Um,
1: yes, yeah, so um, this. This year, we're going to um, have our first walkathon with um, the pandemic. We had to close, um, not have some of our spring events, so we decided to get creative and decided to um, do something where we could do it outdoors. So it is going to be on Saturday, June 19th, and um, at 8 a.m. And the main event is at Maryville's campus in Displane. And then we're having a lot of um, satellite walks. We're looking at possibly having one um, at Carmel High School, maybe one out in Winnetka. So there will be groups of people gathered at other locations that are also um, walking along with us, and um, we hope that it will be a great fundraiser for AIDS women and a great chance to kind of get people out and supporting the cause, and it's going to be a very family-friendly event, so we're really excited about it.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that, because um, some events we do are, are you know, at the Union League Club, and, and we have national speakers that come in, and they're inspiring events, and that's a great event. And there's other events we do, like, uh, you know, the Christmas party and some other things. This is really uh, going to be a fun uh, family event that, yes, it's a fundraiser. Uh, <laughs> we, we have to... Uh, raise money to keep uh, things the operations going and uh, we have a lot of great news right now to report but it's going to be a fun day so it's really a family event and so you know kids uh li- little kids it, and it's it, it's not a long distance <laughs> actually somebody was asking me do i have to be able to walk th- what, is, what is it Fi- is it a 5k is that is it's a
1: 5k it? uh-huh. yeah yeah
0: so I- I- if you can't do 5k and you can do 2k or 3k don- don't worry about it it's not meant to be uh there's there's no uh, we're not doing uh, stopwatches and clocks, right? We're not gonna have, a, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're not gonna have. A, no pressure. Yeah, no pressure. yeah. This just is come a, out and have fun. Right. Uh, I, I have a friend of mine. She's talking about coming with her, like two-year-old and five-year-old. So uh, we'll have strollers and families and balloons and stuff like that. So it's not meant to be a competitive race. So uh, come on out. Is is, is w- w- the information is on the website yet, or we're, we're still just getting that yeah, out? Yeah.
1: So the information is www.helpaidforwomen.org/slash/walkforlife. So you could just go to helpaidforwomen.org and find all the information. People can sign up to register themselves, or they can sponsor um, the the program, the event. People can also um, sign up a group or add another group if somebody um you know out in the suburbs wants to start up their own little group right. they can do that at the website and so all the information is right there
0: it's going to be we a... also
1: uh, there's also a link if someone wants to help volunteer
0: yeah, we could probably use volunteers. You can always use volunteers for an event like this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So please uh, sign up, register. Uh, I think they're trying to get it up on the on the Facebook Live uh, feed right now. So that's on the 19th of June at 8 a.m. And uh, Tom Skilling has guaranteed that it's going to be good weather. So we don't have to worry <laughs> yeah, about that. Of so it's going to be bright, bright and early on at 8 o'clock mor- on, on Saturday morning. Uh, Sue, while we have you, so tell us uh, what's going on. There's a lot of things going on at Aid for Women. Um, right now and in the whole world of, of, of crisis pregnancy centers. What, what's what's your take on the status of things right now, locally and, and nationally?
1: So uh, just to give people a little background, we're a pregnancy help center and maternity homes that was founded in 1978. So we kind of fall under that umbrella of pregnancy help organizations. So pregnancy help organizations would be maternity homes, pregnancy centers, and um, adoption agencies and within the pregnancy help, there's um, you know centers like ours that offer ultrasounds there's mobile units there's groups that just offer a helpline and try and drive traffic to the centers so there's a lot of activity going on there's about three thousand um, organizations like ours throughout the country and there's about a little over 100 here in illinois and so we um We have four centers right now that offer ultrasounds and two maternity homes, and we're now opening up a fifth center up in Waukegan. About a year ago, Planned Parenthood opened up there, and it's kind of part of their strategy to put um, these large abortion clinics um, uh, at different areas around the the state, like at at the Indiana border, Mm -hmm. at the Missouri border, now here at the Wisconsin border, because... We know that Illinois is really the abortion capital of the Midwest because our laws are so lax that people are coming here from out of state to get their abortions. So that's something that we're trying to respond to, and we know we can do a lot of good work up there in Waukegan. Um, We already have some Knights of Columbus who stepped up and are um, helping us out with the ultrasound equipment. So we're very excited about that development and just really want to do what we can there and then also we're kind of looking at some, some trends, and what we're seeing these days is that about 50 percent of abortions are chemical abortions. So that's um, people who are just taking the abortion pill. So as as that number increases and, and it's looking like it will only continue to, to go up, that um, we are going to have to kind of stay ahead of the game and, and just try and understand, like, how we can better – respond in a situation where abortion, the chemical abortion is continuing to grow. And I think especially during this time, you know, COVID-19, some states have really took advantage of the situation and have um, kind of uh, lessened their standards in terms of what somebody has to do to get the abortion pill. So now people can do it, you know, through telemedicine and so we're just trying to, you know, kind of stay ahead and how do we um, how do we respond to those kind of situations?
0: It's been a uh, interesting uh, year for all, uh, especially uh, for Aid for Women, uh, doing what what, what Isu and the staff does, trying to uh, stay open uh, during the pandemic, um, trying to be present to women in need who are uh, reaching out for services and also try to maintain, uh, during a pandemic, a personal relationship, personal contact to accompany pregnant women so they don't feel alone, they don't feel isolated, they feel like there's somebody on their side so they can bring that newborn life into the world and, and also have somebody to, to, to lean on when when times are tough. And uh, I think it's been a really great year for Aid for Women. Um, but And I think what you were saying, Sue, is... is really important. Um, The last couple years have seen some tremendous growth for for the organization Um, when uh, that whole legislation passed about uh, House Bill 40 and allowed for, uh, you know, Medicaid funding of abortions. Uh, Planned Parenthood opened up a s- facility in, in the homewood Flossmore area and, and w- w- largely due to your efforts and, and, and the Southland Coalition for Life's effort, w- we were able to open up uh, a, a facility uh, right next to Planned Parenthood in, in that area in, in, in Flossmore. And, and now uh, we have the same situation with Waukegan um Planned Parenthood opened up a facility there I think it was a year ago the other day and now um, we just signed the lease uh, opening up soon but we're present there already right I mean so if 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 somebody is in need uh, we we, we have the capacity already to to help uh, to help them talk to them, coach them, accompany them through a, through a difficult situation, perhaps a pregnancy. Um, so there's a lot of really, uh, Good things going on, which is kind of underlies the need for the the walkathon and and to raise more funds to, to keep these efforts going. So, um, going back to what you were saying about fifty percent of the abortions now are chemical, um, but I mean it's somewhat controversial. But we have a minute or two. Uh, it, there is ways to counter that chemical abortion, correct? I mean, there's now the abortion reversal pill, and so it's it's. It, I guess what we're saying is that this whole arena is now kind of drifting into a different. A different way. There's different characteristics today than there were. Well, maybe even ten years ago.
1: Yeah, and I think that the challenge too is the window that um, we have to help someone in that kind of situation is get, is shrinking. So, mm-hmm. for example, in the case of abortion pill reversal, um, once she takes the abortion pill, um, very often she'll regret it and not want to take the second pill. It's a series of two pills. So she would um, sometimes regret it, and we've had women who found us. There's an abortion pill network, um, and people sometimes call us directly, and sometimes they find us through the network. But then we um, connect them with our medical director, Dr. Crusoe, and we get st- them started on progesterone right away. And um, that really uh, seems to help in some situations. Um, we're probably seeing only about a 50 percent, success rate with abortion pill reversal. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't work all the time. It really depends on, you know, just kind of how far along she is um, and maybe how much time has passed since the time she um, took the abortion pill. And also just, you know, everybody's different. Like, people's bodies respond differently to different chemicals. So um, we're seeing about a 50% uh, success rate. But it's just really exciting when somebody, um, you know, is just, Regrets taking the abortion pill. We help her out, and she comes in, and we see this really strong, healthy heartbeat on the ultrasound. It and is it's just,
0: exciting. Yeah. It's so
1: exciting and just so emotional when you know we can help her through that situation. So we we expect that we'll be seeing more and more of that as well. So, um, but the the critical thing is, there's really just this, this first seventy two hours are critical.
0: If somebody wants further information about the walkathon or if they're uh, here this and they uh, have uh, are pregnant and they and they they want to uh, they want to help if they're abortion minded or abortion determined, whatever, wh- what's the best way to get a hold of aid for women and uh, on both of those issues?
1: So we have two websites. Help Aid for Women is for our donors and volunteers, and then aid for women dot org is for our clients. and so, If everyone can just kind of help spread the news about our services and our fundraising events. And, um, you know, if you're interested in volunteering, please contact us. And also definitely keep us in our prayers. These are going to be a few challenging times coming ahead, but we're we're ready for it. And we can really use everyone's prayers as well.
0: Absolutely, prayers are always needed, especially uh, for Sue and the staff and all the people uh, affiliated with Aid for Women. Uh, great organization, doing uh, great stuff, uh, and 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 the board is really great too. I should add that. that, that of course, course. I'm All right, Sue, mm-hmm. thanks so much for joining us this morning. Uh, HelpAidForWomen.org and AidForWomen.org are the two websites. Uh, if Help Aid for Women, if you want to participate in the walkathon on June 19th, and it's up on the Facebook screen, and And uh, if you feel you are in need of Aid for Women services, go to aidforwomen.org. Thanks, Sue. Thank you, Bob.
1: Take care
0: um we have a minute or two left in the program and i just want to make a note that uh as i said at the beginning we're in the final two weeks of the legislative session so there's a lot of issues uh pending out there for us uh we we didn't talk about the tax credit this morning and we probably should have we've talked about it the last three shows so i'm not sure (laughs) what else there is to say uh the scholarship tax credit invest in kids the subject of the Chicago Tribune editorial over the weekend um, urging the legislature to uh, oppose the governor's cuts uh, and extend the program. And also there's other issues involved with that uh, advocacy. We're trying to uh, urge the legislature to uh, put in uh, authorizing language for a trade school that would help uh, underprivileged kids earn a trade. And uh, also uh, for all the principals out there, administrators, We need to fix that super-priority issue, and uh, you know what it is if you understand the word super-priority if you're listening to this. So I would uh, conclude the program by please uh, go out there and go to uh, the website, uh, www.ilcatholic.org. We really want to try to get as many House members to co-sponsor a particular piece of legislation. It's House Bill 4076. House Bill 4076 is legislation that would make the tax credit permanent um it was just introduced the other day it's it's sponsored by representative amy grant we have 49 co-sponsors and we want to get to 60 um, because 60 would say hey, we got a majority of people in the house. So uh, once again, um, House Bill 4076, and uh, producers are now trying to scroll up through. If they go through the, uh, let's see, it's on the tax credit. I think it was on the red banner at, as you go uh, to the, there, the red, purple. Scroll down. There you go. Illinois Bishops' Urge. There you go. Look at this. This is teamwork. And that's the uh, notification about the bishop's letter that they put out. Um, there is a fact sheet on there uh, that we will get to here about how to contact your lawmaker so please go to that information Um, that will tell you what to do how to do it and uh, House Bill 4076 very important a lot of other bills that we're dealing with here in the last two weeks that we don't have time to get into that are under varying uh, uh, periods of negotiation so uh, Sue mentioned this Um, prayers are needed it's going to be an interesting two weeks And it'll be over two weeks from, well, not right now, but midnight on the 31st is when it will end. So let's pray that uh, we will uh, maintain the parental notification law, that we will be able to hold back the enactment of comprehensive sex ed, and we will make the tax credit permanent and oppose the governor's cuts. This is Bob Gilligan of the Catholic Conference. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, It is the third Monday in the month of May, and we'll be back again on the third Monday in the month of June. And we'll give you a report about all the good work that we're we're trying to do. Thanks, everybody, for listening, for watching, um, for viewing on Facebook. Is that what we call it? All right. I think we're done. Have a good week.